0: Hello, I'm Tamsin and welcome back to English Sound Building, the advanced pronunciation podcast that celebrates the physical side of language learning, encouraging you to do the work to build muscle, muscle memory and master new sounds. Always remember that successful communication is possible in any one of the thousands of global English accents. There is no ideal, but learning about pronunciation can help with clearer speech. It will improve your listening, It's fascinating and it's fun and that's why we're here. If you would find it useful to read as you listen, you can always find a script for this podcast either on the podcast web page or on my Patreon page. That's www.patreon.com slash English Brick by Brick. The link's in the episode notes. Everything is free on there. Just scroll down on the main page. It is just me writing, recording and editing these in my free time, though. So if you like what I do and you are able to support me, please do. And thank you so much to those of you who already are or have done. And, of course, the other way that you can support me if you are an upper intermediate to high level learner and you would like classes, I teach online on italki and I now have availability for the first time in about a year. Head on over to my italki profile. Again, the link is in the episode notes or get in touch and I can send you the details over. So this week, we're looking at our last voiceless and voiced consonant pair, P and B. These are bilabial plosives, meaning they're made with both lips and the flow of air is stopped and then released to make them. Now usually I find that my learners can make these sounds in isolation, so if I ask them to make a p sound they can, if I ask them to make a b sound they can, but there are a few things to look out for which may become more relaxed and may result in the sounds not um, sounding the way they would in English from England when we read them in words and in sentences. The first one is to make sure that you're closing the lips firmly and that you're really making a plosive sound rather than a fricative where some air is escaping through. So the plosive, and I'll do it with b because you'll hear it better on the mic, the plosive sound would be b, whereas a fricative would sound more like v. If you think that you may do this, a great way to practice would be to close your lips push the air into your mouth, allowing your cheeks to puff out, and then to release b, b, b. Of course, you wouldn't do this when actually making the sound, but it can be a great way of, of practicing that firmer lip position. The second thing to look out for is voicing, and that idea of aspiration we spoke about in the k and g episode last season. So, if you put your hand close to your lips, as you say the word puff, you'll feel a puff of air. Try it. Puff. Puff. You won't feel it, at least not to the same extent, when you say the word buff. Buff. As I explained in that k- and G episode, this is a pretty complicated area of pronunciation. But basically, it's all to do with the time. And we're talking milliseconds here in between making the voiceless consonant sound and turning on the vocal chords for the vowel sound. So in puff, there should be a small gap between finishing that consonant sound and turning on the voice for the vowel. You'll notice this at the beginnings of words or before stressed syllables, especially before vowel sounds. And if you don't notice that puff of air, when you say puff, it may be that even if your language does have the p- sound, it turns on the voice sooner. It's not aspirating that P in those positions, which can make it sound more like a B sound. So it's interesting to really pay attention to the position of the P or B sound in a word. Are you voicing it or not aspirating at the beginning of a word, making your P sound more like a B? And if you are, can you practice delaying that voice until you feel that puff of air? Some learners find it helpful to insert a tiny huh sound in this position to help them do that. Again, you wouldn't do this when actually saying the word, but it can help you to get the rhythm. So I could say puff, 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 puff. A final thing to think about, which we've spoken about with most of these um, voiceless and voiced consonant pairs, is whether you may be devoicing, perhaps particularly at the end of a word. So your word ending b, sounds more like a p sound. The last thing to note at this point is that p isn't aspirated in sp clusters, so s p clusters. And here, even in English from England, it does sound indistinguishable from b. For example, if you think of the words display or respond or sport, If we think about the sound that that letter P actually produces, we notice that it's a voiced b sound rather than a voiceless p sound. I've avoided these clusters today, and we'll do another episode on them another day. Okay, it's time to practice some common words with each sound. Let's start with p. So you'll find p in a mixture of word positions here and sound combinations, as always, Pay attention to the ones you find easy, pay attention to the ones you find trickier. Listen and repeat. accompany apartment apple chapter cheap complex computer depend help hope Imply, interpret, keep, opposite, option, paper, past, people, please, popular, repeat, scope, shop, and topic. Okay, we're going to read them again in groups of four. A company, apartment, Apple, chapter. Cheap, complex, computer, depend. Help, hope, imply, interpret. Keep, opposite, option, paper. Past, people, please, popular. Repeat, scope, shop, topic. Well done, and a couple of sentences with those words. So I'll read the sentence once slowly for you to grasp the words. I'll pause just to give you a bit of thinking time. I'll then repeat it again at a more natural pace. I will pause for you to repeat. I will then repeat it one more time at that more natural pace and pause for you to repeat again. They're reasonably long sentences with these ones. Sentence one, please accompany me to the apartment opposite the paper shop please accompany me to the apartment opposite the paper shop please accompany me to the apartment opposite the paper shop and sentence two We hoped to keep interpreting the topic without depending on your help. We hope to keep interpreting the topic without depending on your help. We hope to keep interpreting the topic without depending on your help. Okay, let's move on to words with the b sound. Listen and repeat Available Baby Beautiful Boring Brief Club Combination Debate Describe Enable Hobby Husband Job label library maybe neighbor objective obvious submit trouble umbrella visible web and in groups of four available baby beautiful boring Brief club combination debate. Describe enable hobby husband. Job label library maybe. Neighbor objective obvious submit. Trouble umbrella visible web. And a couple of sentences with those words. Again, I'll read three times. So the first time for you to grasp the words, I'll pause for some thinking time and then twice at a more natural pace, pausing after each of those for you to repeat. Sentence one. My neighbor briefly met Bob's beautiful baby at the library. My neighbor briefly met Bob's beautiful baby at the library. My neighbor briefly met Bob's beautiful baby at the library. And sentence two. This obviously enabled a combination of web-based debates. This obviously enabled a combination of web-based debates. This obviously enabled a combination of web-based debates. Well done. Okay. We're going to look at just a few words with both sounds. This will be interesting to see how easily you can move between them. Listen and repeat. Backup. Bumpy. Capable. Compatible. Hubcap. Payback. Pebble. Probably. Problem. Pub. And we'll read them in groups of five. Backup, bumpy, capable, compatible, hubcap. Payback, pebble, probably, problem, pub. And one sentence with these words. The problem is probably the incompatible backup. The problem is probably the incompatible backup. The problem is probably the incompatible backup. Great job! Okay, of course, we're going to finish by looking at some minimal pairs. We're going to start with minimal pairs with. P- and b at the beginnings of words that so this will be a really really good place for those of you who might have the um, tendency to not aspirate those word initial p sounds to do that so make sure that you're clearly distinguishing between the b and the p sounds we'll read the first eight together and i put the b sounds first this time bass pace beach peach Beak, peak. Bear, pear. Bee, pee. Beer, peer. Big, pig. Bill, pill. Okay, for the next six, I'm going to read the B word. Can you say both? We'll do the first one together as an example. Bitch. So you should have said bitch, pitch. Or if you said pitch, bitch, that's fine too. Let's do the next five. Blade. Blank. Bleed Bore Braze. Okay, now listen, repeat again, and see how you did. Bitch pitch Blade played Blank plank bleed plead bore braise praise and for the last six i will read the p word can you say both now all the minimal pairs so far have been as i said at the beginning with and b at the beginning of a word. Just towards the end of this last six, we have a couple of minimal pairs with p and b at the end of a word. So really pay attention to how you do with the p and b in that position. Again, we'll do the first one together as an example. Pressed. So you should have said pressed, breast. Or if you said breast, pressed, That's fine, too. Let's do the next five. Pride. Pull. Pie. And two more, this time with the P and the B at the end of a word. Cap. And rope. Now listen, repeat again and see how you did. Pressed breast. Pride bride. Pull, bull. Pie, buy. Cap, cab. Rope robe. Well done. Finally, we'll do a couple of sentences with some of the words from those minimal pairs. Sentence one, he pulled the ball past the big pig. He pulled the ball past the big pig. He pulled the ball past the big pig. pig. And sentence two, we're going to buy a peach pie for the beach. We're going to buy a peach pie for the beach. We're going to buy a peach pie for the beach. Great stuff. Now, there are quite a few more of those minimal pairs. I have put a fuller list in the podcast script and on my Patreon page, if you're interested in a bit more practice with them. There we go. Well done. That is the end of this week's workout. Don't forget to practice as often as possible to build muscle and muscle memory, speeding the podcast up or slowing it down as you need to, and remembering to use those scripts to help you if they will. If you'd like to follow me on social media, come find me on Instagram or Facebook at English Brick by Brick. And as I said at the beginning, you can also find me on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash English Brick by Brick. We will be back again next week looking at B again, but this time contrasting it with V. Enjoy sound building and I'll see you then.